This is a new podcast. I mean, coming it to is. you live. Brand new. Brand spanking new. Brand spanking new. Coming right at you. Fresh out the oven. <laughs> it's still half baked, actually. Piping hot. <laughs> well, the outside is. No, the, yeah, the, the inside is a little. It's a little the middle's still underdone and gooey. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, yeah. that, these things happen. I like, that's how I like my cookies. I like my cookies to be a little underdone in the middle. Guy likes his cookies. I do. You I like a soft cookies. chew. You like a soft chew? I do, of course. Yeah. You don't, <laughs> I you don't, don't know why that's an of course. <laughs> Some people like a crispy cookie. No, they're, they're wrong. They're <laughs> not wrong. They're just the dunkers. Oh, okay. I see. You're I an see. anti-dunkist. <laughs> yeah, I don't tend to dunk. Dunk. I, uh, instead, I like, um, I don't even know what the word for it would be, but I, I like wash down. I guess that's the word. Uh, so like take a bite and then you wash it down. one of the most disgusting humans. <laughs> you take a bite <laughs> and I've wash ever it known. down with some oat milk. You know what I mean? That's the way. That's my way of <laughs> eating a cookie. Okay. Just so we're clear. This is the way. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I have my little Imagine baby the Mandalorian being like, and you wash it down. <laughs> you take off the helmet. And then you wash it down. Correct. It's less of a dunk, baby Yoda. <laughs> it's more of a wash it down. That's right. You wash it down. That's what you do. This is the way. But yeah, I don't. I, I, but I like chewy. I like a soft chewy. Like I like a little outside, a little crispy, but then you know, a little gooey on the inside. You're brown. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. Yeah, good. But there, are, when I'm in the mood to dunk, I don't mind a crispy cookie. I see. Like what? And y- yeah, you because you can you can really adjust the the tenderness to within micro tendernesses, <laughs> microns, if you will. That's that's right. Like, yeah, you just got to know how long to leave it in there. <laughs> As with that's all things, she, that's what she said. Right, exactly. <laughs> you just have to know. You got to know how long. Yeah, again, you know, if anyone continues listening to this podcast, they'll realize we don't know how long to leave things. We in. don't know how long to leave anything in. No. So. Or or take anything out? Nope. Or Just, p- put anything over? No, and that's why this is called the Slipshod Pod. Wait, what's it called? The Slipshod Pod. That's what it's called, Wait, the Slipshod Pod. Wait, one more time? The Slipshod Pod. The Slipshod Pod. That's the name. That's the name of this podcast because it's just a bunch of like slipshods. It's just stuff we don't even know. We don't know how long to leave in. We don't know how long to leave out. It just happens. It's just crazy. It's all over the place. It's Slipshod. I mean, w- characterized by a lack of care. Oh, is that right? What, I mean, okay. All right. Uh, lifting the veil of the main curtain for a moment. <laughs> Your fucking idea. <laughs> and I read to you the Webster's Dictionary definition, and your response is, is that right? <laughs> so the question then becomes, and it almost has to be, what the fuck did you think it meant when you came up with it as a name for the podcast? I'm, I'm really more of a Merriam-Webster guy. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's, that's the thing. Well, what does the Merriam-Webster say? I don't know. I don't read dictionaries. I don't like dictionaries. Oh, I just, Jesus. you know, I'm slipshot. I'm just whatever. You know, I, I just mean, the like... the whole thing. The what? Whole thi- you're, anti, you're anti-dictionaryist. <laughs> you're, you're, anti, you're anti so much. Come on. Open your heart. Well, uh, first of all, okay. 
All right, lackadaisical, slapdash, disorganized, unorganized, haphazard, hit or miss. There you go. There you right? go. Yeah, that's it. That's the stuff. Untidy. Yeah, untidy. Unsystemic, good. Un- unmethodical. Yes. Right? Yes, just whatever. Neglectful, remiss. Okay, okay. Slovenly. Well, now you're getting a little harsh. All over the shop if you're Troy. Oh, that's good. That's what he would say. All over the shop. Oh, yeah, I'm sure there's 17 podcasts called All Over the Shop. Oh, you think so? I do think so, yeah. Ooh, I want to listen to one. You do? <laughs> yeah, maybe all of them. All right, so that's what this is. This is an amalgam of of uh, amazingly well-thought-out segments <laughs> that I will bring, and then some other stuff that Bill will bring. <laughs> and by the way, uh, I'm Bill. Uh, my name is Bill <laughs> Weingartner. And uh, and Matt would be that's you that's Matt Zumbo that's me I'm Zumbo and I but I feel like we're you know we're still, we're we're still preaching to the masses no 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 the same masses don't shut yourself off say yes to the newbies no I'm bring I'm, them in I'm, bathe oh, in bring, it wash okay. it down as long as at the door we're telling them their job is to listen yeah right sure I mean you know that's it listen that's all or don't listen those right. are your options. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And that's your call. We, you know, we have no say in this. No, we don't even have a say in why the why our podcast is called what it's called. We don't. Yeah, we do. Well, apparently not. But we—that's what we picked. You see, no culpability. <laughs> oh, that, oh, I'm. It's my fault. I'm the one who came up with slip. Well, you named it, and then I read the definition to you. Much to my surprise, you had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> It's just that one little bit there about caring, because I do care. You know what I mean? I think we care. We care. It's not that we don't care. I mean, it's well, the thing is, it's not going to be, there's no evidence of it. Well, that's different. We could care all we want. Yeah. It it still could get called slipshod sure. real easy. For sure. And it will. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it already has, quite frankly. Well, I mean, it's better than some of the other titles we had in mind. I might do you have a suggest. list of some of those? Yeah. Um, I do, and I thought there were some there were some good ones on here, you know, that we just decided weren't quite right. I'm I'm gonna call out. I was very nice to you through this process, through this laborious process <laughs> that end, ended up in an unsatisfactory fashion. If you're yours truly, this is, this is not the name I wanted. Okay, <laughs> but it is the name I deserve. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> So what 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 were some of the other ones along the way? Well, here's some other ones, right? So we yeah. had uh, we had the fun bots, <laughs> really good, because there's nothing. You and I are just fun. We're just fun, and you're, we're bots. You're a goddamn idiot. The, <laughs> the fun bots. The fun bots. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, here's a good one. All the rope you need. All the rope you need. I didn't. I didn't hate that. Yeah, that was high on the list. Just a little cumbersome in terms of length. Right, right. Yeah, you know, yeah, squeezing yeah. it into places and stuff. Right, right, right. Oh, here's a fun one. Uh, yeah. Chill and chat with Bill and Matt. That's terrible. <laughs> terrible. Horrible. <laughs> and that almost made me not want to do anything. <laughs> what about uh, an infinity of perhapses? I did like that one. That one's that was, pretty that good. That was real close, right? We yeah. were real close on that one. Yeah, we liked that one. Yeah. Um, we had one called Sheep Count Us. Sheep count us, which is, yeah, but too referential to what we're distancing ourselves from, we thought, right? That's right. It's from a David Mamet movie called Heist. Yeah. Do the quote. I do the quote? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do the quote. No. 
my guy is so cool when <laughs> he goes to sleep. Sheep count him. There you go. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm Delroy motherfucking Lindo. <laughs> but yeah, we're tra- we we did two David And I'm Mamet. standing by the motherfucking window. <laughs> Just a little freestyle for you. That's Just a little freestyle. I love it. I love it. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. Uh, but we did a couple David Mamet-based podcasts, uh, Glengarry, Glen Ross Minute, and Glengarry, Glen Ross Infinite, and we decided to walk away from that. So, no... Yeah, and you should, too. Like, don't don't consider that an invitation to go back and listen to them. They're, <laughs> they're just, just start here and move on with us. Oh, that's harsh. No. Come on. Come on. Right. You, do you want to steer the people wrong? <laughs> well, I mean, if they like David Mamet or Glengarry, Glen Ross, they might find those interesting. Yeah, no, but, but yeah, but we don't even like that anymore. No, I mean, yeah. Obviously, the the piece we still enjoy very much. Sure. The creator. Yeah. <laughs> I'm slowly backing out of the David Mamet fandom room. There you go. That's exactly Hope, right. Hoping nobody sees that I was ever in there for too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's smoky and it's kind of musty in there. I'm just backing out slowly. Yeah, you got to be careful around <laughs> that whole thing. Just get away from it. You know what I mean? It's going to blow up sooner or later. It's just waiting indeed, for it. Indeed, indeed, yeah. And it probably actually already has blown up, but, you know, people like us just didn't notice for a long time. I've been I've been searching for news of, of some latest quote that makes him seem super crazy or any defense he has for what's happening. Yeah, yeah. And he's been a little, he's on the hush-hush. Well, th- th- that's probably smart. I give him, it is. Give him credit for that. Because we probably don't want to know what he thinks, frankly. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, another nice one we had was called Drink, Wink, and Stink. Was that a nice one? <laughs> well, it's on the list. No, it was good. It was good. It's pretty good, right? It was good. It's what, uh, yeah, it's what Italians say about um, uh, their 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 garlic uh, uh, addictions. <laughs> <laughs> it makes them drink, wink, and stink. <laughs> It's fantastic. And yeah. one of my favorite uh, titles that we didn't use, and I'm still not sure why, but was called Our Jolly Selves. You're still not sure why? No. Uh, that's, that's, I mean, I'm, if, if anybody wants to use it, you can. <laughs> Go ahead. You can name, name your podcast Our Jolly Selves. It's what, open. because you know, what, uh, what do you like about it? <laughs> there's, liter- there's three words, all of them detestable. <laughs> when... <laughs> When in combination with each other, like I can't, you can't put that together in any way that makes it good. <laughs> selves our jolly, <laughs> jolly ourselves is the closest you're going to get. Let's go ahead and jolly ourselves. If I could do that, I'd never leave the house. <laughs> no, you can absolutely do that. I don't know. What do you mean? You, you've been given all the tools, buddy. <laughs> all right, I'll get busy on that. Yeah. After we're done. Yeah, maybe that's part of this problem. (laughs) Repression from not jollying yourself enough. Now, if we had gone with jolly ourselves, would you have agreed to that as the title of the podcast? Uh, No, absolutely (laughs) not. (laughs) I'm just saying of those three words, there's there's literally only one combination that's even palatable. Yeah. And it was not the one you suggested. Okay. All right. (laughs) And then, you know, we had, well, we just had so many. I don't want to go through them all because uh, it's a bit much. But, you know. Here's, here's what I learned on our journey. Tell me. I mean, it was a month, months long journey. For sure. 
Well, and we have what? What would you say? Estimate. You're looking oh, at the list. Thirty? What what, more? Probably more than that. I'm saying forty, 40 names. 40, 30, 40 50, names. Maybe fifty. Yeah. Jesus. 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 Thirty, forty, fifty names, and uh, there was one that I loved. That's right. <laughs> and a few that you were okay with, and a few that you absolutely adored. Yep. But um, so, you know, sometimes I here's what I learned. Sometimes uh, things don't get called what they should be called. <laughs> we see it time and again in the world. There are things you're like, I wonder why they called it that. <laughs> I like everything about that thing, but the name of it. <laughs> like nougat, for example. Oh, what's wrong with nougat? The name of it. <laughs> <laughs> I would go the other way around. I'd say I like the name. <laughs> I don't like the actual item. All right, maybe not the greatest example, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> things are not as things are better than their name all the time, and that's what this will be. Given what nougat is, I think it's ap- appropriately named. In fact, you do. Yeah, get that nougat away from me. You know that's, what? that's like that's nougat what, away from me. Yeah, like it's that? just yeah, ooh, nougat. No, it just sounds like what it is. It's got an <laughs> it's, it's got an onomatopoeia about it. I'm I'm surprised you're not a nougat guy. <laughs> No, I'm you not seem like a, such a nougat guy. No, I'm not. Not a nougat guy at all. I mean, I have a a, a moral nougaty center, but I'm not a, a nougat person myself. You and you like that to be soft. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like your like your like your cookies. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that's kind of how we decided on the title, the Slipshot Pod. We just kind of worked around a bunch of them until Zumbo was unhappy, but you know willing to go that's, along no that's absolutely not true because if that were the case we could have come up with something right off the bat if the criteria <laughs> was zumbo and happy we would have been done day one <laughs> that's true right but you got to think about the marketing right you know what i mean you got to think about you know what's memorable what's someone going to remember for a name what's you know no, and that it does it has that in spades and it's also very accurate so there you go i acquiesce like yeah. the bigger person <laughs> Like the person with the bigger heart, <laughs> the more responsive brain. I said, you know what? I'll just, let's go with that. Yeah. I like that it says what it is. You know what I mean? It does say what it is. And I think that's a good thing to have in a name. Yeah. Now, the next question is, so, okay, fine. We have a name for it. It's the Slipshot Pod. So what, what, uh, you know, it's, I, sometimes I meet somebody and, and, and they say, well, what's, what's your deal or whatever. We're talking about what we do and blah, blah. And, you know, I might say, you know, I, why, well, and I also, I co-host a podcast with a friend of mine and they'll say, oh, what's your podcast about? And, and I don't know what to say anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what I, it's called the Slipshot pod and it's about blank. Well, you'd say, uh, something along the lines of, uh, you know, we, we dabble in obscurities. Oh, that's good. I like and, that. And we're, we are occasionally inept at doing so. Oh, that's good. Right? What would that, if you were to Latinize that, <laughs> it would sound a little something like this. One of, one, of my, uh, one of my top votes for the title of the podcast was Ineptia Obscura, right? Right. And Billy didn't like it. I, I, he's, uh, even, he's wincing even now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm minimizing your camera window because I, <laughs> I can't stand it. Yeah, it's, it, well, I, let's just, I mean, it's a little nougaty <laughs> for me. I mean, uh, that's all. That's all it is. Your mom's a little nougaty. <laughs> 
say but yeah, no. So okay. Say, so yeah. say it again. Uh, uh, say what part again? The, the name. Say that thing you like again. Ineptia obscura. Okay. And that to me, <laughs> Slipshod says more about who we are. Ineptia obscura says more about what we're gonna do. Okay. Right. So that's that. That's that was the dividing line as I saw it. And I again, bigger heart, bigger brain. I thought, you know what? <laughs> we'll just make the guy happy. <laughs> we'll go with Slipshod. <laughs> Well, you know, we're not tossing the genius of Ineptia Obscura out the window. We're not going to throw the Ineptia Obscura baby out with the Ineptia Obscura bathwater. That's absolutely right. We're going to keep the good alive. We're adults. We we found a compromise. Correct. We found common ground. Correct, Amundo. We reached across the aisle. <laughs> <laughs> and we said, Billy, what if we did this? That's right. And I said, that what sounds great. What if it great. was a segment of the podcast. I said, perfect. I said, I said, that's fantastic <laughs> idea. I love it. More than you he can did. imagine. He nodded in excitement and everything. It yeah. Was, it was a beautiful moment. It was truly a beautiful moment. Yeah, it really was. It's, it's a beautiful what we moment all need between right friends. Now. Yeah. It's, I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't we, why don't we do a little bit of that? You want a little example of that? Yeah, I would. Break them off a little something on the Ineptia Obscura tip. <laughs> Please. Fantastic. When you can't see the fauna for the flora When you're not sure if they'll ever find a cure When you can't tell Dr. Nora from the Torah We won't presume to Sodom, Yogamora Just like to present to you What I have brought today for the I.O. segment, my baby, my personal favorite segment so far, <laughs> is a little, uh, a little, uh, I'm going to drop a little knowledge on the whole concept of the quarantine. Oh, cool. That's timely. The quarantine, right? Very timely. That's good. That's good. I mean, it's been nigh a year now. That's correct. Almost right? a year. Yeah. It was like... Uh, March 12th is the day I always think in my head is when, you know, we really got the lockdown started. My, yeah, mine is March 11th, 311. That's when I we got an email saying that the next thing was canceled. And I was like, wait, what? Wow. And it, yeah, it's just baffling. It is. Um, and I, I can't believe we're, eh, whatever. I can't believe we're still here. I can't believe we, we this is still where we are with this. I can't either. I mean, uh, I had my, da- like I, I said when it first started, I said, Americans do not have the stamina for this and uh yeah that's turning I, out to I be true you're i mean you're absolutely right i just don't know if i would have chosen stamina i like that it's almost more congratulatory towards americans than i would want to be i just don't think we have the intelligence the wherewithal the mentality the 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 empathy we just don't we don't have any of that yeah i think we could i think in a, in a, in a at, at the best of us we could all pull together and, and manage something. But, That's right. But we didn't. You know what I mean? Didn't in we? this case. <laughs> in this case, we were just like, eh, fuck it. I want to go to the grocery store. I want to go see a movie. You well, know, that's, whatever. yeah, that's always how I end these discussions with people that say, like, I think we could. <laughs> and I'm like, but we didn't. <laughs> we sure didn't. And we never have. <laughs> 
There's literally no proof. No. But it is a belief we all hold very dear. Yeah. That we will someday rise out of this. Hopefully. Into a beautiful socialist society where people get the help they need. Yeah. Hopefully. Without too much hassle. We'll see what happens. All right. Quarantine, buddy. Are you familiar with the etymology of quarantine? No. Tell me all about it. Comes from the Italian quarenta. Ah. Meaning 40. Oh. Uh-huh. This is ringing, one would this have is to ringing stay, a bell now. Yeah. One would have to stay 40 days in quarantine, which was the incubation period of the Black Death. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Black Death. Awesome. Wait. <laughs> Why's it got to be black? <laughs> what? I, look, I didn't name it. What? Uh, what? Um, what? You got excited about the Black Death. You're familiar with it. Well, it just sounds so cool. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty metal plague. <laughs> it really is. As plagues go. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I mean, there was the Mask of the Red Death, which is a little snooty. You know what I mean? It's just a little like, okay, fine, whatever. You rich people have your mask and blah, blah, and whatever. Could not agree more. But this is the Black Death. I this mean, is the this, black is like, death. This, yeah. is, this is fun. Yeah, it's going to get dark and then you're going to die. That's, <laughs> yep, Black Death. It's, it's metal. It's metal it's as hardcore. fuck. It's hardcore. Yeah, totally. In the 14th and 15th century, uh, Venetian and uh, other other surrounding areas, the designated all ships were required to be isolated before passengers and crew could go ashore during the Black Death Plague epidemic. Makes sense. It followed the Trentino, or 30-day isolation period, first imposed in 1347 in the Republic of Ragusa, Dalmatia. They were like 30 days for you. Yeah, that's fun. I guess. I mean, they had all those spotted dogs around, so, you know, they could <laughs> they could stand, you know, they need to get back out there with the dogs, spend 10 days, you know, that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, the Republic of Ragusa, <laughs> Dalmatia. That's right. Carmine was there with Lenny and Squiggy. <laughs> well, I was thinking, yeah, yeah, you had, a, you know? a, you had some dogs and a... Cheap ass pasta sauce <laughs> and thirty days. There you go. I could make that work. In thirty days you can go from rags to riches. You can is what <laughs> Carmine would say. He would say that. Hello. <laughs> this is this is the most disgusting plague I've ever seen. Hello. Hello. I love that. Uh, epidemics of yellow fever ravaged urban communities in, the, in North America throughout the late 18th and early 19th centuries. Best known examples being in 1793, the Philadelphia yellow fever epidemic, which had also had outbreaks in Georgia and in Florida. This is in 1850s through the 1880s. And it had that awesome song by Elton John. Philadelphia <laughs> yellow fever. <laughs> Shine <That> on <laughs> me. I love you. Shine on you. <laughs> Everybody's gonna catch the flu. Oh no! Nice. Look at you. Thank you. See, I say weeks <laughs> ago. I say, how about you do an improvised song segment? You say, nah, nah, no can do. That's right. Then you come and you rhyme flu and something. You. Wow. You, brilliant. Yeah. What? What, a, what an amazing genius. <laughs> genius. On the level of slipshod pod. Genius. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's my specialty. Well, here you go. Here's some here's some more fun about quarantines. During the 1918 influenza pandemic, communities instituted protective sequestration. Ooh, that sounds sexy. 
sometimes referred to as reverse quarantine. Reverse quarantine? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> now they're going to force us to go to the movies? I don't understand. If, What's going on? If you can have a quarenta, <laughs> you can have a reverse quarenta. Well, what is it? It's, it was just a protective sequestration. Oh. <laughs> so there's nothing reverse about it, really, right? You're just sequestering people. Instead of, well, instead of everybody quarantined, there was just a group of infected people. Oh, I see. Right? Protect, you were all sequestered in a, say, in a corral of. I see. Well, you can see them all over the Philadelphia streets, the My Fair City. Uh, uh, where I live and love, uh-huh. uh, there are <laughs> there are outdoor dining <laughs> protective sequestrations. Oh God, a plenty. <laughs> now, see, this is what they would have wanted to do in our country right now. Would be that, like anybody who's sick, we just take them and we shove them away somewhere, like at one of those border stations with the children. Sure, and we'll sure. just put them in there, and then everybody can go about their business and go to work. Yeah, and they can all die there. Precisely. And then we can all be alive out here. That's right. That's right. That's right. Send yep. gra- Here's the address to send grandma. I'll be at work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have been better. I agree. I agree. I found this very interesting. This is, again, 1918. And this goes on to say, most Western countries in- implemented a range of containment strategies, including isolation, surveillance of the populace, Uh closure of schools, churches, theaters, and public events. We had the blueprint. (laughs) And we still had no fucking clue what to do about it. Yeah, I mean, and we did it, we did it before. We did it with H1N1. We did it with, um, uh, what's that, what was that other with a horrible one where people vomited blood and died within 24 hours. Um, Ooh, geez, I don't know. Yeah, there was one that would... uh, Why can't I remember the name? It was one of the other big uh, uh, pandemics. Sure, sure. It wasn't a pandemic. It was in um, the other kind. The purple malaise. No, it was not the purple malaise. It was very recent. It was under Obama, where there were two people people died in the United States from it. But it was super contagious, and like you died within 24 hours. Um. But only two people in the U.S. got this. That's right, because they because Obama like worked with the rest of the countries in the world, and they contained it. Like they knew it started in in Western Africa, so anybody trying to fly anywhere from Western Africa had to go to certain uh, airports throughout the world. Only a couple of uh, airports would take these people, and there they would get tested, and if they tested positive, they would immediately be quarantined, and if they Tested negative, they were, laid to, they were allowed to move on. And that was how they contained it. One guy slipped through and got into the United States and flew to Dallas, and he infected like two uh, healthcare workers who took care of him. And I think one of them died, and then that guy died. And like that was the end of it, period. Well, that sounds great. Yeah, and we didn't do any of that this time. We didn't, no. We no. sure didn't. We, we didn't Crazy. do anything we were supposed to do. No, we didn't. It was just nutty. Did you know, buddy, that astronauts are, are often quarantined both before leaving Earth and upon returning to Earth? I don't think I did know that. Yeah. Although it's sort of hinted at in uh, Apollo 13. There's, That's there's, right. That's right. You'll, and, you'll see, yeah, you'll, and you'll see why in a moment. Okay. Um, the, the argument being that uh, for, uh, upon coming back, immune systems are depleted in space. And uh, so we, uh, on the you know, as they return, we send them into a, a bit of a quarantine, not a forty-day quarantine, obviously. Gotcha. Um, but back in the Apollo Eleven days, we quarantined 
when they got back, when astronauts returned, because we thought maybe they had space cooties. <laughs> <laughs> like, we didn't know what they what was communicable out there on the moon. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fantastic. I love so that. The Apollo 11 astronauts are quarantined because of, like uh, like I said, these alleged space cooties. <laughs> Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, Michael Collins picked up in the Pacific Ocean July 24th, 1969, after returning from the moon. They were greeted like heroes uh-huh. and then locked away for 21 days. Wow. At the very start, they spent the first 88 hours in an iconic Airstream trailer. That's how they were quarantined. That's fun. 88 hours. <laughs> Together, like they just got out of a tiny little space capsule together. Yes. And then they come back and they're like, congratulations, you get to spend 21 more days. All three of you right in there, please. (laughs) I know we've just taken you out of a sardine can. Here's a slightly larger sardine can. That won't move much. So, you know, no motion sickness. Right. But I mean, do you have any idea how flatulent Buzz Aldrin is? I mean, well, I mean, I think anybody coming back from space, right? I mean, you go, you fly on a plane two hours. That's right. It messes with your innards. You, you land and you're a bag of gas. <laughs> you know, it's all, it's all the, it's like the pressures and the altitude is correct. Can't do it. That's right. But my head immediately after reading, spending 88 hours in an iconic Airstream trailer, I thought of uh, if maybe if Pacino did a series of 88 movies, he could go from 88 minutes. <laughs> 88 hours <laughs> and he could be like in that airstream now that now now i like this what are we doing here <laughs> i go to space i come back lock me in a fucking trailer <laughs> i'd like to see that movie wouldn't you i really would pacino as buzz aldrin <laughs> It's perfect. I mean, it's fantastic. And who do we cast as the other two guys? Oh, that's a great question. That would be, so Neil Armstrong and Michael Collins. Yeah. So we've got like an Irish guy, like a drunk Irish guy, <laughs> is Michael Collins. We're not, I mean, we're not totally about stereotypes here, but Michael Collins is obviously a fall down drunk. Yeah, clearly. I mean, yeah. yeah. And that's what he's going to do all the time in the in the trailer. He's just going to be drunk. And like angry the whole time. Uh, more on that later. You're right about that. And then <laughs> Neil Armstrong was like, he's a real what? He was a real like uh, jarhead. No? Oh, yeah. Like a Marine. Like right? A, yeah, Wasn't okay. He? Okay. Pilot, I like that. Pilot head, mm-hmm. jarhead, Neil okay. Armstrong. Ar- Ar- Arlie Ermy, maybe. That's <laughs> Neil Armstrong. <laughs> okay. What about Army Hammer? <laughs> oh, what about. <laughs> <laughs> what about Arlie Ermy and Army Hammer? <laughs> As the two guys in the airstream with Al Pacino. Sure, that's fine. I'll take it. <laughs> I love it. I, I want to see this movie today. I want to see it today. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm. I, the reason I'm not talking right now is because I'm imagining how it opens. <laughs> you know, wide shot of the airstream. <laughs> tight, closing into a tight shot of Pacino's face in a tiny window. <laughs> his his locked me in a fucking airstream. His breath fogging up the window <laughs> as he exactly. breathes. Yeah, yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite. So okay, so the those three were quarantined in an airstream 
and then elsewhere for 21 days. Uh-huh. And a few scientists who were looking after them were not, were, they, they were not as great as they should have been in terms of their protocols. And then they had to be quarantined. In the same trailer? In the same trailer as the astronauts. Oh, and, and they're female. They're hot yet. female scientists. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> we're, not at, we're not at that wave yet. This is only the first wave of, of accidentally potentially contaminated scientists. Okay, okay. so we're putting two more scientists, shoving them into the airstream. We are stream. putting two more gentlemen in, not in an airstream now. There's like a, there's sort of a, uh, they made it, they converted a warehouse. It was like a bunker. There was a ping pong oh. table. There was a place to work out. There was some stuff. Oh, but I want the trailer. Can I have okay. the trailer? <laughs> well, I mean, for the movie, we can keep it in the trailer. Okay, yeah. good. I think that's better. But I just, for the facts, okay. <laughs> I just want you to know they got moved to a hangar gotcha. so that they could move around and be a little more comfy. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. So, they had to, and then someone also delivering food <laughs> was not showing the proper protocols and had to be lumped in with the astronauts <laughs> and the scientists. So, pizza guy <laughs> winds up in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and I blame hey, the pizza man. guy. Hey, man, oh, no. I, I, I want to get a really good fucking tip out of this. God damn it. <laughs> Give me a goddamn dollar. Some Somebody had the sausage? <laughs> sausage and chovy? Is that, <laughs> is that you, Buzz? <laughs> 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 and then finally, there's not a lot to corroborate here in the research, but there is some vague suggestions out there that a secretive third wave of quote-unquote scientists were required to join the quarantine. But but many suppose that these were not scientists at all, but rather a smattering of ladies of the night. Yeah, yeah. now we're talking... <laughs> This is such a good movie. This is going to be a great movie. I'm telling you. It's real. It's a prequel to Apollo 13, if you ask me. It's like, right? Yeah, it's like Apollo 12 and a half. Well, it's Apollo 11. I mean, it is, it's, it's literally Apollo 11. Yeah, but I added a couple <laughs> one and a half. Yeah, I know, but, but I don't know why is all I'm saying. Well, just because. I love you, and I want you to be able to do that, <laughs> but I also want you to, to, have, to be able to back it up. But I also want them in the trailer. Like, I want all those people in the Airstream. There's one bathroom. It's really small. And it's, like, right there in the thing. Okay, Mr. DeMille, you can have the fucking trailer. That's your takeaway? This whole, all of this, all of these amazing facts, your takeaway is that you got to have, you got to get Arlie Ermey and Army Hammer in a trailer. Yeah, with Pacino and a pizza guy and two other nerdy scientists and then all the, all the, and then all the prostitutes show up, <laughs> and there's like a dozen of them. I love it. A dozen, pr- a dozen prostitutes. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Nope. Sex workers. Sex workers. We're, yes. we're sex positive. Prostitutes right. is pejorative, buddy. So like a, a dozen sex workers. A dozen sex workers. Yeah. Bonded, insured. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Health insurance. T- sex workers correct right yeah i mean only the best for the boys that were just in space they're heroes (laughs) they deserve it and i i want to say two of the three of them were married 
Uh, so I don't know if all of the were f- it was for Michael Collins, a drunken Michael Collins. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And again, it's just, you know, it's supposition. First, he orders pizza. <laughs> then he orders in a dozen uh, sex workers. A dozen? <laughs> Why like, do you need a dozen? <laughs> this is Apollo 11. This is NASA. <laughs> we're not going to cheapen out on this thing. You know, we've got a budget, like, and if we don't use it all, we're not going to get the same amount next year. It's like if you need a gasket to make a seal, you get a gasket. Right, that's right. You don't get 12 gaskets. <laughs> you don't need 12 gaskets. 12, 11 of those gaskets are just going to be sitting well, all right, 10, 9 of those gaskets are just going to be sitting there. <laughs> Maybe. For a little while, but eventually they'll get used. One of those gaskets <laughs> is going to get tired and get and just bored, and another ga- you got to tag in another gasket. No, no, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> a tired and bored gasket getting used by the pizza delivery guy? I don't like this at all. No, Michael Collins is using the gas. Well, but the pizza delivery guy's in there too. <laughs> That's my point. That's why he we need needs. so many. That's right. We need a dozen. At least, maybe a baker's All right. dozen. All right, I don't. I mean, I I like where your head is. <laughs> I just don't know if you know what that translates to financially. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It, this t- is it the, matters to me. This is the space race. How many prostitutes do you think the Russians have, Zumbo? Sex workers. Sorry, sex workers. Do you think the Russians have? We we cannot have a sex worker gap. I mean, we they're, have they're to whole- beat them. The entire feminine population of Russia is essentially a sex worker, right? <laughs> Isn't that how they do that there? Oh, that's, 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 I don't know. I mean, shout out to my friends in Russia. I just don't know how it works. I, I know there's a lot of subjugation. Well, there's a lot of misogyny. Sure. I mean, like there is everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that well, got it. <laughs> put a damper on things. <laughs> And sadly, that is the end of the facts about quarantine. Oh, how much fun was that? I mean, it's that's what you have to look forward to. Yeah. That was yeah. almost as much fun as the first two weeks of the actual quarantine. <laughs> when you just got to stay home and eat whatever you wanted and play video games in your underwear all day. Like, that See, was no, awesome. I, I will say, just as a matter of contrarianism, as is my want, I, those first two weeks, I was, I was a mess. Oh, really? I, I had no fun at all. I loved it. My fun didn't kick in until like uh, like a month in. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I was like, I could trust that nothing was going to spring up or happen. And and like, I, I don't know. I just felt a little more comfortable easing into the, the couch potato-ness of it all. It, yeah, know. I hear you. It, it was unsettling at first, to be sure. And it did yeah, take a little bit, month bit of adjustment. Wash. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I yeah. do think and I hope that we will, we will remember those like two weeks where like, but there was probably like a week or two weeks of quarantine that everybody was like, Oh, this is pretty sweet. I hope anyway. And I hope that we will adopt that at some point and be like, okay, everybody just chill out for a week. Just stop everything and don't do nothing for a week. And like, Amen, brother. figure your shit out. You know what I Amen. mean? Cause Amen. I think that would be really good. I mean, there's so much we could take away from this, what it's done environmentally, what it's done to our psychology in terms of not being overworked. Yeah. It, I mean, there's so much we can take away from this. Yeah. I, I was saying to my wife yesterday, I said, uh, I haven't had a cold since, you know, last <laughs> February. Right. Or anything. A lot like of people are had, pointing this out. Yeah. I had anything. No problems whatsoever with my health. Right. Thank, thank God. Knock on wood. Right. Um, 
But it's because you're just, you're wearing a mask and you're cleaning your hands, it's, and I'm that's staying away from people. It. That's exactly. that's the thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's just yeah, weird. I think masks will be a thing that will always be a thing in this country from now on. Yeah, I mean it's probably and, uh, true, and I might that I might absolutely join the ranks of people. You know, especially yeah. I mean, especially if I'm not well. Right. Like if I'm sick, but going out to the store to get you know orange juice. Right. You know, and uh, garlic. Right. <laughs> in t- in an effort to make myself better, to drink I, wink and stink all day. I drink wink and stink. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm all about masks. I kind of love them. Yeah, and I think uh, I hope anyway that people will think twice about going into work sick, like you're saying. Like, how many times have you been forced, you know, to go into work when you're sick because yeah, there's yeah, a there's deadline? No such thing or, as being sick. Yeah, yeah there's absolutely. a deadline, or nobody else can do that thing that you do, and you have to do it because you're there, or whatever. I mean, maybe we can we can work on that too, and and not force people to go into work when they're sick and get other people sick. That's right. Yeah, that's right. It's a lot to learn from this. So much. Yeah. So much. So much to take away. I just don't think we will. Right. But I, I think we'll be a lot. we'll be so interested in getting things back to exactly the way they used to be. <laughs> right. <laughs> that it, we're we're gonna lose all the benefit. Yeah. I hope you're wrong. I hope so too. But I took away a lot from today's I/O segment. Let me put it that way. Well, thanks, buddy. It was a lot of fun. That's what I do. <laughs> what, what do you want to do now? Like, this is so slipshod. It's so crazy. Like, anything could happen next. I, mean, I, I don't uh, even know. I, you know, I, uh, we could, we, you want to rock, paper, scissors for it? <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> this is going to make for good podcasting. One, two, two three. three, shoot. No, ah, we both want scissors. One, oh, two, two, three, shoot. Oh, we both, ah, we both paper. want paper. <laughs> One, two, three, shoot. I'm scissors, you're rock. Okay. Boom. <laughs> I love destroying scissors. I am a rock. <laughs> Keep that paper away from me, goddammit. Oh, my. <laughs> the, the rock's mortal anemesis. Yeah. <laughs> Mortal Nemesis, Nemesis, a sheet of paper. <laughs> <laughs> I was stuck between enemy and nemesis, and I kind of like gave myself an anemone. Do, <laughs> Do you know which sea creature hates cable news networks? No, which one? The CNN enemy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's. That's the kind of comedy you only get here on the Slipshot Podcast. Come on, folks. you love that. How can you not love that? <laughs> That's a dad joke. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 47 fucking years old. <laughs> True. That's a perfect joke. All right. Good job then. Fuck you. <laughs> what I say. <laughs> All right. So you go. I, I smash oh, I your scissors. Yeah, that's right. Oh. <laughs> I smash your scissors and I tell you to go. All right. Well, what I would like to do now is uh, play a little game that we like to play on on our old show a little bit, where we're bringing it over Ooh. to the new show. That's Playing called games. the the movie night theme game. Butter your popcorn and pull a seat up. Chew on some Twizzlers and put your feet up. It's time for the movie night theme game. The movie night theme night game night theme night game. And uh, the way this works is, <laughs> what's so funny? No, the, the jingle is fun. Oh, oh good. But, it's fun and funny, and I love it. Oh, well, that's great. I'm glad to hear it. 
So the way this works is we we uh, one of us will ask the other. We'll give the other a list of movies, uh, at least three that have a common theme or some commonality, and the other has to try to guess what that common theme or thing is. So Zumbo, right. are you ready to guess? Absolutely not. No, but you've got your Twizzlers and you're, you got your feet up? Oh, yeah. Set the scene for me, baby. <laughs> Set the scene. Don't act like we've done this before. Tell me what I'm feeling, what I'm looking at, what I'm wearing. Give it all to oh, me. Oh, well, you're in your comfy, like your jammies or your comfy clothes my or jams, whatever. Right? Yeah. My jammy jams, right? My jammy jams, right? It's probably evening. You know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a cold evening outside. You got a fire in the fireplace, maybe. Early evening. I have work in the morning, but yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, it's you've, you've, you've supped. You, you're... Your belly is, uh-huh. is full, but you've got room for some snacking. There's always some snacky room. Exactly. So you're yeah. going to have a little snack, and you're going to watch a movie or two or three. And uh, on your big, giant, like, 75-inch TV. Yeah, I mean, someday. Right. Maybe. Yeah. So here are the movies you're going to watch. The Greatest Showman. Mm-hmm. Remember this one with, uh, with Huge Ackman? That's right, yeah. Right, okay. Uh, Dumbo. Either, Dumbo. Dumbo. Either the animated either version one. Interesting. from the old days or the newer live action garbage dump. Interesting. And Escape from the Planet of the Apes. Oh, come on. What? I mean, it, come on. What? <laughs> Too easy? <laughs> not not at all. Oh. <laughs> no. I've, oh, I've, I've never seen a Dumbo. Oh, okay. Well, that's going to... Or Escape from the Planet of the Apes. Okay. Well, I mean, I think you could probably get it. That was one of the 70s, Johns, right? Uh, Early 70s, Escape Escape, from the Planet of the Apes? Escape is one of my favorites. It's like the reverse one where the apes come back to modern day Earth and Uh and they kind of work their way into society. They have to fit in in Earth society with... They went back in time and now they're they're in the the before times, before the, the apes took over. Right. It's a great movie. I love it. Okay. Okay. But even with a limited knowledge of uh, of The Greatest Showman, you could probably take a guess and get it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, oh wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> so Circus Animal is where my head is. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Where uh-huh. my brain is right now, uh-huh. circus animal, uh-huh. Uh-huh. which you know it's it's animal exploitation, and I am against it. Therefore, I am uh, I'm playing the rest of this game under protest. <laughs> <laughs> not an animal exploiter here. Everyone should know that going in. Absolutely not. I mean, the, the, that's the why I included the Planet of the Apes one because you know the animals win because they rise they rise above. exactly they rise up and yeah. take over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean. Is there an ape in Dumbo? <laughs> there might be, but that's that's not it. You're pretty much there, though, I have to tell you. Okay, all right. Take away... Uh, like a little hint to get me all the way. Yeah, it's sort of like the environment that, we're, that you're talking about. Not so much the creatures that inhabit the environment. Oh, so uh, j- j- jungle? <laughs> no, no, you were there. You were so there. Circus. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. The circus movies. Well, see, to a larger point, Bill, <laughs> where we talk about the circus, we must also talk about the jungle. <laughs> we must talk about where the animals were ripped from their home, the jungle. 
But do you have to have animals at a circus? Couldn't you have an all-human circus? I mean, I yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I would I would prefer it. Yeah, I don't like an animal circus. I know, right? That's right. But those are well. That's a that's a great one. Yeah, all three have circus stuff in them. The Greatest Showman is about um, Barnum, so it's like a, it's a big time circus movie. Dumbo, of course, gets uh, they they they're at the circus. Mom gets caught up in the circus, and he becomes a flying elephant at the circus. And in Escape from the Planet of the Apes. Uh, the way that they eventually escape is, um, oh, I don't want to ruin it, but it, re- it involves Ricardo Montalban and a circus. And what more could you want out of a movie than Ricardo Montalban and a circus? We're, we're talking about 50 years. So I think spoilers are okay. <laughs> For a 50-year-old movie? It's literally a 50-year-old movie. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of people haven't seen all these movies. And if you have uh, I have not. And I do plan on seeing them. Uh, at some point it's a great escape from uh, that's like i love that one escape from the planet of the apes to me is the rocky three of planet of the apes movies okay so it may not be may not be the best one but it may very well be my favorite but it's like the sweetest yeah it's got stuff in it that you just don't see in any other planet of the apes movie yeah yeah Yeah. it's not as nutrient dense as rocky (laughs) one but mmm that's right. Right? It's yeah. dessert. It's it's yeah. Rocky One dessert. Exactly. That's, that's exactly right. Yeah. Hey, chimpanzee. Yeah. Hey, chimpanzee. <laughs> it's got everything you want. It's fantastic. Well, that's great. Okay, good. Well, well done. Thanks for that game, buddy. And well done. You got there. That was fantastic. Well, I mean, with a lot of help. but And you and that was, let's be honest, that was a can of corn. <laughs> well, don't worry. I have some really tough ones. I have a collection of these that I'm gathering, and I've got some really great. tough ones uh, coming I up. I appreciate the T-ball the uh, set up for the first episode. Yeah, well, we, we want to start out slow. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I'm not. That's the level I would play at if I was going to continue playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> well, the cl- hints are difficulty always difficulty at beginner. Hints are always available. So, yeah, maybe we should uh, we should refine this. Uh, g- give me uh, two, like two. Give me a number because I imagine it's going to mostly be you coming to me with these theme night because I, you know, I, I, I can't be bothered. <laughs> Come up with that. <laughs> I have I have uh, actual research to do. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> when I do trivial game night things. <laughs> All right, I can't. But, but if you come to me with this, I should be limited in the amount of hints I have so that I use them wisely. Oh, that's yes? true. Yeah, I could, I could come up with, maybe I can come up with three hints if you don't get it right away that, get, right. that reveal more and more each time. Uh, maybe, yeah. That would be a great way for me to play yeah. the game. And then if you don't get it after those hints, we just give the answer. <laughs> Slipshodge Pod, where we bring to you d- discussions that should be happening without microphones. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think we explained all that. We're just, you know, we're just slipshod. We're just, it's know. fun stuff, yeah, though. It's good. I'm going to slip shod into a segment that we've talked about, but we did not have prepared for today. It just came up. Oh, what's that? Who gets the vaccine first? <laughs> Who should get the vaccine first? Who should get the vaccine first? It's debatable. Who's inoculatable? Should get the vaccine first. I love this segment. Arlie Ermey (laughs) or Army Hammer. (laughs) I love this segment, Who Gets the Vaccine First? So as we all know, there's, you know, the vaccine for uh, COVID-19 is going around. Uh, I am on the list. Are you on the list to get it yet? Pfizer. 
Yeah, there's two. There's the Pfizer, there's a Moderna, and then there's a Johnson & Johnson, too, that's also in the mix. And I think an AstraZeneca. There's, we're lousy with vaccines. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's nice of you to say. <laughs> that's absolutely not the case. <laughs> One's got to be kept uh, upside down at negative 172 degrees, <laughs> and it, it, there's, two, there's two waves of it, and we only have enough of one. I, wait, come on. This is nothing. We're not lousy with vaccines. This is nothing. This is nothing. <laughs> we can do this. <laughs> you can only take it if your name starts with H and you're born on the third Thursday of March. <laughs> it's crazy. I kind of wish I mean, they had done it that way. I kind of wish they had done like, you know, if your you know, social security number ends in an eight, you get it tomorrow, you know, kind of thing. But I understand right, there, there right. are people who need to get it first and those people should definitely get it first. So, the, uh, But no, I am not on a list to answer your question. Uh, I didn't know there was a list. I, I'm not familiar with lists well, the, in general in terms of vaccines. There's the problem. You may not be able to get on one. Like in my county, where I live in New Jersey, we get a phone call from our county executive almost daily with an, oh, wow. with an update of what's going on with the vaccine and where the, do you go to get one and how do you sign up for one and blah, 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 blah. But it's different right. like in every state and in every county across the country. It's, it's completely different. So that's one of the problems with the rollout. Right, but this what we're asking ourselves in this segment is in in Philadelphia what you get. Oh, just if I may, sure. is like, <laughs> hey asshole, we'll get to you when we get to you. <laughs> Stop making a fuss. <laughs> and you know what? I'm here for that. <laughs> I get it. I agree. All right. Well, then, good. Stop bothering me with these updates. <laughs> I, it's, seriously, I mean, I, 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 any minute now, my <laughs> these phone daily is, phone calls. Any minute now, my phone is going to ring, and it's yeah. going to be our. It's going to be Joey D. Joey D. Vincenzo. He's oh, our nice. county executive, yeah, and he's going to make paisano. sure. Yeah, he's going to make sure that everybody gets a paisano, gets the vaccine first. Yeah, that's the way it should work, actually. <laughs> <laughs> if we're splitting hairs. <laughs> Let's start with the people who built the East Coast. <laughs> but what we're asking ourselves in this segment is we're going to give you two people and then we're going to debate on which of the two should get the vaccine before the other, therefore putting the second person's life potentially in danger. In, <laughs> in horrible, horrible peril. Hence the fun. Yeah, that's, that's how we have fun. And here. our choices are Arlie Ermy. Arlie Ermy. And Army Hammer. <laughs> now i i don't know what's going on but i understand that army hammer is in some sort of viral trouble right now have you heard not to do with the covid yeah virus, he's got he's got some he's got some kinks <laughs> he's got some sexual kinks I, and i think we're everybody's kink shaming him i don't know what it was i don't know what it's about so i haven't i'm not i'm not familiar well he did suggest <laughs> via instagram to direct message that he may be cut off the toe of a lover so that he might keep it on him at all times, which I'm like, it's a toe. <laughs> <laughs> she can't part with a toe for army hammer. You want a toe? I can get you a toe by lunch <laughs> with nail polish. I get you my toe. <laughs> I mean, our, army. He is awfully, call me. He's awfully cute, right? I mean, army hammer we're talking about. Yeah. Him. I think he's, he's a bit of an, a uh, bit of a handsome, handsome gent. A dream boat, if you will. I would say that, yeah. yeah. So um, okay, uh, yeah. So he's got some he's got some s sub dom stuff going on, <laughs> some sub dom kink stuff. Okay, and uh, it somehow made its way out into the public. 
<laughs> I think, oh, I don't know, somebody like feared for their safety or something. <laughs> something crazy <laughs> like that. And now he's forced to say he was hacked. <laughs> oh, I see. And why are we doing this to poor Army Hammer? Some little piggy <laughs> went to market, and the next thing you know... No, you bring it. You bring up a good point. He's a he's a bit of a he's a bit of a twisted mind. Okay. That fella. And Arlie Ermy, uh, of course, is the um, the guy who was a marine, and then he he was hired to be the like consultant, the military consultant on um, uh, that Stanley Kubrick movie I love so much, um, Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket, sure. And then uh, after hanging around with him for a while, Kubrick was like, no, you have to play the the, the drill sergeant guy. Let's get you in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they changed yeah. his role and they hired him to be the drill sergeant guy. Right. And he's brilliant. I mean, he's absolutely perfect because he was a drill no, he's sergeant. he's great. Yeah. You know, so. And he was in a bunch of other movies and TV shows over the years. Uh, almost, uh, almost exclusively as a military gentleman. Right, except in Seven where he plays uh, the police chief or whatever. Right, right, right. Ex-military. Right, yeah. Police Ex-military, chief. yeah. De- detective, head of the detective department or homicide or whatever it is. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if, if you're asking me who should get the vaccine <laughs> first, I'm giving it to Arlie Ermey every time. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't know much about him. I don't no, know, you don't. I don't know if he's a toe sucker, a toe biter, a toe chopper. Here's, I don't know. Come on. What do you... Come on. What? Don't Let's not shame Arlie. I'm not... Huh? <laughs> I didn't say there was anything wrong with toe sucking or anything. I'm just saying. No, he's he. It was more than sucking. <laughs> it was like let me keep it in my pocket. Well, for what purpose? You know, so that he would always have a piece of his property to suck on. <laughs> Come on, let's draw the line for the people. I ju- I, ju- I know. I think it was more of a totem, <laughs> if if you will. <laughs> not not at all like a like a. Anything he wants to suck on, but just like a s- symbology. Totally, totally. You get it. <laughs> a totem. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, here's my thing about Arlie Ermy, your boy Arlie Ermy. Yeah. He reeks, reeks of uh, being a from my cold dead hands <laughs> fella. He does kind of reeks of but it. But is that him, or is that just what we perceive from the characters he's played? That's <laughs> him. I'm pretty confident <laughs> in saying that too. So it's really like, can we give the vaccine to the pizza guy? <laughs> like, I don't know who gets this. is a This is a fascinating conundrum. I'll, I'll, let's let's look at it this way. I'm trying to think of something Arlie or sorry, Army Hammer has been in some piece of entertainment that I really enjoyed. Okay, and I'm coming up empty. The Okay. So, you know, in that regard, Arlie Ermey's got him beat at least two two good movies to zero so far in my mind. <laughs> you got your seven and you got your full I metal mean, jacket. I if you're talking box office, <laughs> I think, I think Army Hammer's right up in the mix. <laughs> sure. I'm sure his box office is probably better. That's what I'm saying, yeah. And he's in some great movies. I think The Social Network is great and oh, he's great in it. Oh, was, wait, was he the twins? Did he play? He was the Winklevoss he twins. He played both yeah. of the Winklevoss twins. Yeah. That's yeah, pretty yeah. impressive, I have to say. Brilliant, right? Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> and he's in this great movie called Man from Uncle, which I highly recommend everybody watch. I did not see The Man from Uncle. And he, he's very good in it. Oh, all right. I mean, he. I if we're t- talent, it's real even Steven for me. Like, I, I really had to go to the character of the human. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I still don't know what to do. (laughs) 
Well, I mean, we could, we could, this is the problem, right? I mean, what is the criteria we use to decide who should get the vaccine? Right. Well, it's each of ours because we're engaging in an argument yeah. here. And I think I'm going to, if I had to go, I'm going to go sex perv extraordinaire <laughs> army hammer. <laughs> I think but your cold, dead hands can be cold and dead for all I care. There's one thing that bothers me a lot about army hammer. And I'll tell you what it is. For all the good okay. he's done with the Winklevoss twins and everything else, why is he not called Arm and Hammer? Like, why is he not Arm and Hammer? You, well, why you is he to, Army? You have to take it up with the Hammer family. <laughs> if I had a Hammer, the Hammer clan, I would be Armand all day. Armand, you'd be hammering in the morning. <laughs> That's right, Armand Hammer. It's it's a joke. It's funny. It's right there. It's you. How do but you resist he is, that? He is he is spawned of the hammer of the Arm and Hammer clan. Fine, own it. Well, no, not not fine. <laughs> own that it, shit. I think from a PR standpoint, it doesn't play. <laughs> uh, let me get this straight. You named your kid Heinz Ketchup. <laughs> but think of the product placement possibilities. <laughs> In every movie, you know, he could he could have a little box of Arm and Hammer like under his arm or whatever. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I Army, <laughs> Army Look, Hammer. It's it's they they were rolling the dice. <laughs> if someone names if my name were Arm and Hammer or Heinz Ketchup or whatever, <laughs> that's what I would be. And I would own it. You know what I mean? If my name were, were uh, uh, Orville Redenbacher. <laughs> Navy screwdriver. There you go. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, come on. Marine Cirque Saw. <laughs> it's easy. It is easy. I would right? be that thing. I would be that person. So in that, I'm going against Army Hammer just for that. Air Force Tape Measure. <laughs> is that really a brand? That's me. A tape Measure? Air Force? Tape measure? Tape measure? Tape measure? <laughs> I've never had an Air Force tape measure. Well, all right. I'm giving my vaccine to Army Hammer. Okay, I'm giving mine to Arlie. I'm letting him have all the sex working toes he wants. <laughs> In perpetuity. <laughs> I'm giving mine to, to Arlie Ermy. Wow. You know, we split on this one. That's that's unusual. And I guess that would you, we just each have a vial of the Pfizer vaccine to give out? Is that how we're working? <laughs> I don't this? know. I don't know how it works. This is the first time <laughs> we've ever done it. It's just like the real vaccine. Nobody knows how to do it or who to give it to. <laughs> I guess we're really exposing the the flaws that the, the larger uh, health community has. <laughs> the challenges. It's a metaphor. It really is. Okay. Well, well in my wonderful world, it's... Uh, Ar- Army Hammer lives on. All right, you know what? He's younger. Uh, Arlie Ermy's probably not long for this earth. We can put it that anyway, way. right? Anyway, right? So okay, yeah. I will. I'll give it to Ar- Army Hammer and hope that you know I can negotiate with him over the name. Boom. Done. Boom. See, that's how that works. Well, I I appreciate that. I appreciate your acquiescing to the correct side. Well, you know, if I'm going to inject somebody with something, I want to be right about it. I mean. It's words to live by. <laughs> Who should get the vaccine first? hundred percent words. Oh uh, yeah, that's good. It's good words. <laughs> Mr. Dean Martin, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is good to be here. <laughs> 
So what, what are we are we moving on? Yeah, that's done. That's over. Moving on to a segment I like to call Robin and Weaving. <laughs> Holy guacamole. We're not sobbing. Hail not. Or grieving. We ain't sad. We're Robin. Snatching it. And weaving. Y'all like baskets? Holy perfect pitch. Yeah. I'm excited about this one. You yeah, are? Tell us what it is. All right, Robin and Weaven will take you on a journey. <laughs> and this is, a, this is a long, long journey. This is a long, long road with no turning. We are looking at, we'll be years from now still going through this list. And what this list is, is in the 1966 Batman television series, uh, a, young, a young Robin was often very excitable <laughs> and would exclaim things. That's right. Right? And they always started with a holy. Right. And they always ended with something topical. Right. Or something in the moment. Exactly, yes. That he was struggling with or excited about or curious of. Right. It was really a cry for help more than anything. Right. Right? Yeah, it was like... Batman, help me understand this feeling I have. Yeah, Batman would say, oh, the answer to our problem is this. It's the penguin. And he would say, holy whatever, Batman. Yeah. Right. Totally waddling on an iceberg. Batman. There you go. Shit like that. Exactly. Crazy. Totes crazy. So, so some wonderful, wonderful human compiled these. There are well over three hundred, and I, I'm fixing to share them with you weekly. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Right. I love it. So again, the earnest and excitable sidekick extraordinaire, known as Robin. A.K.A. Dick Grayson. That's right. A.K.A. Jason Todd. Jason Todd. A.K.A. Tim Drake. Who's Jason Todd and Tim Drake? A.K.A. Stephanie Brown. What? What is all this? A.K.A. Damian Wayne. <laughs> A.K.A. Nightwing. <laughs> A.K.A. Red Hood. Oh my gosh! These are these are all the iterations of Robin, wow, my friend. That's crazy. You did. You had no idea. No, I, I just like my regular Robin. You're a dick guy. <laughs> I'm a Dick Grayson guy. You're, you're Dick all day. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you want you want it. If it's not Dick, you don't want it. That's right. No, no. That's right. It's yeah. Right? Put keep that Dick in my face. Otherwise, keep it away. Keep it away. Well, those are all the iterations, and I want to say Damian Wayne is a really fun iteration. If you're ever going to look go back to the comics. Oh, okay. And also Stephanie Brown for obvious reasons. Yeah, that's cool. Right. Um, but we're starting with the first one ever uttered in the series. And it goes a little something like this. Holy Hamlet, Batman. Oh, that's classic. <laughs> so Shakespearean. <laughs> Holy Hamlet, Batman. Holy Hamlet, Batman. I unfortunately was not able to get to the bottom of why in the moment in the show he said this in particular. But what I do have are some fun facts about Hamlet. I'm wondering uh, if it was like had something to do with, this is just speculation, that there was some sort of a riddle from the Riddler and it had like a to be or not to be in it. And he said, holy Hamlet, Batman. Yeah. I mean, it could could be that. It It could simply be that there was a skull. Oh, yeah, that's good. You know, uh, it could be uh, any of these. Okay. I really don't know. Interesting. Yeah. But what I do want to share with you is some Hamlet stuff. Lay it on me. With 4,042 lines and 29,551 words, Hamlet is the longest 
Shakespearean play. How about that? Did you know that? I did not know that. Isn't that fun? That is fun. Yeah. And with 1,787 lines and 14,369 words, a uh, show you're very familiar with is the shortest Shakespearean play. Oh, 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 oh. Um, uh, Comedy of Errors. That's right. Bill, Bill was a dynamic two-character performer in the Comedy of Errors back in college. Oh, that's too kind. If I may tout your uh, ability. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> but you were not. Oh, thank you. That's fine. So you say and so. if you can be the one not terrible thing in a terrible production, that's as good as being a great thing in a fantastic production. <laughs> no, it's not. Take, <laughs> no, it, it, take it from me. <laughs> My experience. Even having a small part in a terrible production is no fun. No, man. I love it. You're early Jordan on the Bulls. You're like, well, <laughs> fucking no one else is doing a goddamn fucking thing. <laughs> I guess I'll go get 60. <laughs> That's wh- that's you. That's beautiful. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> the only actor to ever win a Tony Award playing Hamlet. Can you guess? Uh, Tony Award. Um, Kevin Klein. Oh, good guess. Incorrect. Uh, wah, wah. Uh, it was John Barry. My man, Rafe Fiennes. Oh, how about that? I don't remember yeah. Rafe doing it on Broadway, but okay, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, 1995. Does that help you? Nope. Uh- <laughs> That's cool, though. I like that. The only actor to ever win an Academy Award playing Hamlet is... Oh, that's my man, Larry Oliver. It is Larry Oliver. <laughs> well done, buddy. Well done. Lawrence Olivier. Sir Lawrence. That's right. And finally, my last Hamlet fact, the only actor to win an Emmy playing Hamlet is... Ooh, Ooh that's a tough one. guess for this one. Oh, that's interesting. An Emmy for playing Hamlet. So it would have been a TV version... TV Hamlet, of right? Hamlet. <laughs> oh, this is This is awesome. Okay. This okay. This is easy. Paul Lind. Uh, <laughs> and if that's not right, I have some other guesses. That is so not right. <laughs> it couldn't even be. All right, Don Knotts. <laughs> Buddy, you are barking up the wrong tree. Really? Okay. 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 Uh, Tony Danza. We're talking about him. Tony Danza. Here. No. Jeff Conaway. Why are you doing <laughs> this? You're going through the whole cast of Taxi now? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess I have to give up then. I don't know who it was. Canadian actor? Uh, Jan Michael Vincent. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was one Mr. Christopher Plummer. Oh, all right, Chris. Can you see him playing Hamlet? Sure, sure. I can too, yeah. He's fantastic. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to look that up because I think that'd be fun to watch. That would be fun to watch. Watch a watch a video of him tearing the Nazi flag in half, and then watch him do Hamlet. That'd be great. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I don't. I don't. Is, oh. Did Chris Plummer tear a Nazi flag in half? He does in uh, in in uh, the Sound of Music, the film. He tears a Nazi flag. Oh, in half, right. And it's a, it's it's right. a, it's a, a gif you can get online. You know of, of him right. tearing the Nazi flag in half. Yeah, it's great. And then in Inside Man, he's the Nazi apologist. Oh. Remember, he has the he has the thing that's in the bank. Comes full that, circle. That's the whole thing. Yeah, that's crazy. That is crazy. Chris Plummer, as evil as they come on screen. Oh, and as and as as honorable as they come on screen too. Like he can do both ends. True. You know, he's great. One hundred percent true. And and I think that teaches us it's a, such a fine line. That's right. You know. Yep. All right. Well, you were looking something up over there. I see you working. Just, I see you working. <laughs> I'm just trying to get to the bottom of the a holy Hamlet, Batman. 
You'll, you're, uh, you could have asked me. <laughs> I, I spent hours. It was the Riddler, though, was the, was the villain. So it okay. could have been something to do with uh, some sort of clue that had some kind of Hamlet reference. Right, like maybe a skull. Yeah, something. You know, something like that. All right, I'll stop now. No, I mean, I'm glad. I thank you for doing that. I, you can trust me to, to do an exhaustive amount of research. I'm sure. I'm sure you did. <laughs> I trust that. I do. All right. I know you and your team spend a lot of time on the research. You know, like it's not easy to get good help. <laughs> but uh, you crack the whip a little bit, then you show them a little kindness, and everything works right. out. <laughs> That's right. Right? Absolutely. Well, what do you got? Well, that, what, that was all of Robin and Weaving? It, 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 it ended. I didn't even notice. I give you one a week. <laughs> I gave it to you. Thank you. I, I love that. I gave it to you. <laughs> and then I gave you so much more. <laughs> and I met with that's it. Holy ingratitude, Batman. Seriously. Well, Marron. Marron. Well, I have nothing else. I've only brought one thing to the party, and that was my movie night theme night game. I mean, this is exactly how it goes. <laughs> Everybody get used to this. New listeners, get used to this. <laughs> You'll see one guy's prepared. <laughs> one guy was clearly a Boy Scout. One guy clearly not. Right, right. Right? Yeah. I was not. But he does come with mediocre titles, so we keep him on board. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, we had uh, something from Nut Jobs. That was another good one. <laughs> that was nice. Um. Wait, wait, the title was something from nut jobs. Something from nut jobs. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> it was kind of, it was kind of like based on the idea of something from nothing, and so I went something from nut jobs. <laughs> I like that one. I I think I literally expelled that from my brain the second I heard it because I don't remember it at all. <laughs> what well, do you remember this this one? This is one of the best. I I what still do don't got? understand how this was not the final answer. For the title of our podcast, I witless. I I do witless. I I remember it. I hate it. (laughs) I remember it. (laughs) I think it's moronic. (laughs) I don't know why I continue to do this. I witless. It's pretty good. It's not. <laughs> it's literally nothing. It's not. If you were just like Flagerberger singing, it's pretty good. No, it's not. What am I missing? Am I missing something? Help me understand. Well, you know, like eyewitness, but it's eyewitless. I, comma, space, witless. Eyewitness, okay, so eyewitless. I got it. I definitely got it. <laughs> If that's what there is. And that you and I... To be had. You and I are doing some witless banter on a podcast. I witless. Right. But we, but we witless. <laughs> no? I mean, there's no I in podcast. <laughs> Episode title, by that the way. That's pretty good. There's no I in if podcast. You, if you don't mind. That's pretty Let's darn good. No. Okay. I like that. There's no, there's I, no in I in podcast. That's pretty good. Okay. Good. Well, I have a segment because I come prepared. I come correct. And I come on time. <laughs> well, let's do it. <laughs> I'd like to close us up with a little segment I'm calling 
famous last words. I stand by the river sticks, my friend, to see this glorious journey end. I have one final post to send, last words, last words, last words. Hear ye the words I spoke just before my neck I broke. Funny phrase or clever joke, last words, last words, last words. And this is, you know, uh, we're going to get a little... We're going to get a little somber here. Oh. You know, because, look, we're not, this is not all Des Moines dick arounds. <laughs> we're not doing that anymore. We're going to get serious sometimes. Okay. All right. right. So but tell us what Famous Last Words is all about. This, this, this isn't all just Tallahassee tugabouts. <laughs> this, is, this is some serious business. Okay. Okay. So uh, in in my research, I found that a lot of uh, like pe- people's last words, words on their deathbed, or the words they were last purported to have said before moving moving off the mortal coil, um, I, I find them fascinating, and I think we as a culture find them fascinating. We're like the, the like the la- that's what you're leaving behind. That's the that's your final thought. Right. It's indic. It's also indicative of what that what the beginning of that journey is, uh, the letting go of the corporeal world, uh-huh. and so forth. This is deep. I mean, I don't need it to be deep. Like, sometimes it's going to be like some guy who's like, fuck, this hurts or whatever. <laughs> like, it doesn't, it's not all deep, but sometimes it's going to be. Okay, okay. You know? Yeah. And as you and I approach death, there's, we should be thinking about these things. I have a notebook <laughs> full of things that I am think considering for my famous last words. But what are you? What what will you have the wherewithal to say? Is the question. That's correct. Yeah. Right. That's right. Notebook, schmoke book. <laughs> That's one of them, actually. <laughs> it's one of the things I have in there. It's one of the. It's like the fifth one. That is at Bill Weingartner. <laughs> I encourage you to tell him how funny he is. <laughs> but yeah, so that like I said, this is not this is not a bunch of Sacramento scratch arounds. <laughs> this is some serious business. All right. And I come to you today for the inaugural episode with a hero, an American hero, mm. and her famous last words. Okay. When one Harriet Tubman oh, yeah. was set about the, the, the path of death in 1913, she gathered her family around and they sang together, Bill. Nice. And you know what they sang? I don't. They sang Swing Low, Sweet Chariot. That's good. Right? That's a good choice. And apparently, right after the first few lines, Swing Low, Sweet Chariot, Miss Tubman found her exit. And so those were her last words, oh. singing Swing Low, Sweet Chariot. Oh, oh, okay. I, I th- Quite literally. Ah, I see. Because you know the song goes on. <laughs> Coming for to carry me home. To carry me home, that's, that's right. That's right. It's very appropriate for your last words, as a matter of fact. Referential to the biblical story of the prophet Elijah being taken to heaven. Via chariot. That's right. So swing low, sweet chariot. Don't make me have to reach. (laughs) Sweet, sweet chariot. (laughs) It's like the Uber of death. (laughs) Right? I think sweet chariot would be a great name for a rideshare company. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're right. Don't you think? I think so, yeah. Or just the, you know, just, or just swing low, maybe, you know, and it's just like <laughs> the chariot part is sort of understood. You don't have to say it. You know what I mean? I don't know. I think I'd need clarification. <laughs> like what service are you providing at swing low? 
<laughs> I think Sweet Chariot really drives home the idea of traversing. Yeah, and it and it actually drives you home. So that's, that's exactly it right. It does a lot for you right there. That's exactly right. So it says what it is. Yeah, that's right. So that's good too. As we've learned well, about naming things, and since we're experts now, that seems an appropriate name. I mean, we could name some shit. Oh, God, yeah. Like, if you have something you need a name for, let us know. We can do it. We already have a list. We can, <laughs> we can work off the list. If you want something off of the list, you can have it. We're not going to argue with you. If you have an inane and sometimes volatile podcast... <laughs> We have some names for you. <laughs> We're lousy with names <laughs> for a, a bad podcast. We've got them. It's like vaccine over here <laughs> with names. <laughs> That's right. We will inoculate you with names. <laughs> we will inoculate your lack of names. That's right. And then you'll have... With an infusion <laughs> of names. <laughs> yeah. No, we're bad at this, and it almost cost us our friendship. Well... I mean, not that and some and some other jingle work. <laughs> the jingle controversy part three. There was some someday we'll get into that. Right. Maybe when we debut that jingle. Maybe. Maybe then. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, not in the we've 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 said too much already here <laughs> on this one, I think. Yeah. About an hour and 19 minutes too much. Yeah, exactly. If you ask me. I agree with that. <laughs> So we're going to leave it at that, but this is our intro episode, and we're going to... All right, look. What? What? Can I say? Can I say? Sure, go ahead. I know you're trying to put a bow on it. You're wrapping up, guy. I love it. I love that about you, and I love that you were doing it. I just needed to put an end to it. (laughs) To say, I'm super excited about the way this went. Oh, good. Good. I'm glad you are. Yeah? Yeah. Can can we gauge your reaction? Oh, it was great fun. I had a great time. Are you feeling good about it? Yeah. Right? Yeah, we can do this. We are jettisoning into the atmosphere. That's right. Of 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 quality content. <laughs> it's a brand new day. It is a brand new day. Right? This is fantastic. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to derail. I just That's want right. everybody to know I you included how excited I am. Yeah, I mean it's it's fantastic that we're launching into this new thing. I have no idea how to categorize it on the app store, but we'll figure that we- out later. We just spent, we just spent t- t- minutes. I know. And you're still unclear. Yeah. <laughs> That's how slipshod this is. Don't you understand? I mean, I understand you didn't know what the word meant. <laughs> I do understand that. That's a problem, as I see it. <laughs> we'll, get by, we'll get past that. That we can solve. We- we will. And uh, the rest of it will work itself out, is all I'm going to say. <laughs> we'll just keep doing it, and it'll happen. You know what I mean? We'll figure stuff out as we go, because that's how yeah. these things morph and grow and become you know, a thing. Do we need to tell the people any, any information about how and where to go and who to get this from and what, what to do? Oh, that's a great idea, Zumbo. And uh, uh, Thanks, I would buddy. just tell the people, uh, what would I tell them? So we're we're on Twitter. If you want to follow us on Twitter at Slipshod Pod, Slipshod Pod. Uh, you can also peep the logo. <laughs> it's dandy. <laughs> uh, you can also uh, you can email us if you're if you're an old person and you'd like to do email and you want to send us an email. 
you're free to do that. It's the same thing at slipshotpod uh, at gmail.com. Slipshotpod at gmail.com. Yeah, I think that's what it is. If it's not, your, it. your email will never get through and it's no big deal. Um, but again, only email us if you're an old person. That's right. Or someone who likes to do email. You know, like people who do that as a hobby. <laughs> someone who likes to do email. <laughs> <laughs> you, you sound like a guy that likes to do email. Buddy. It's like somebody sitting at work going, oh, God, I can't wait to get home and do some email. Uh, <laughs> I am going to send some emails tonight. Their, <laughs> their Tinder profile likes, I like to do email. <laughs> I'm especially good at blind copying people. <laughs> I like a BCC. I do. They're good. They're good. It's sneaky. It's very sneaky. (laughs) (laughs) It is very very sneaky. So um, yeah, those those two places, and we'll have we have like there must be a website we have or something, and and you can find eventually we'll be up on all your podcast catchers. So just get it there. Search for the Slipshot Pod, and you'll find it. All right. And this one will be in the old feed and the new feed? Yep. Is that how we're doing it? Yeah, we'll put this one in the... If you're listening to this, you may have already gotten it off of the Glengarry Glen Ross Infinite feed. Great. But I don't think we'll continue putting them up there. You'll just have to switch over to the new feed, so you'll have to you know, search us out and set up that whole bullshit. Or we'll, maybe we'll better put a link. over there. Maybe I can put a link in the thing. You know what I mean? Put a link in the thing. Maybe I can do that. Yeah. And it's way better over there. It's cleaner. You know, it's there's there's not as much misogyny. You know, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not as much time spent explaining why so and so is a genius, <laughs> <laughs> right? It's just just this. It's more of this. It's, it's more. It's more of this. So, which we're all very, very comfortable with. Yeah. So, if you're comfortable with it, do join us. It'll be a lot of fun. Ah, it's gonna be great fun. It is gonna be great. Tell a friend. Yeah, that'd be great. Share well, it around. What else are you doing? <laughs> Send them an email. maybe they would like that maybe they'll open up their world to something new they could enjoy a new you know a new lifestyle yeah 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 whatever and then we'll be here for you and we'll put out an episode like every week At, at least oh wow oh yeah no we got we got we're gonna do interstitials oh wow we are going to bombard the people with content <laughs> great they will love that not unlike hercules bombarding the hercules statue erected by daedalus because he thought it was too real that's the kind of stuff i'm bringing to the table that is so rocky 3 <laughs> isn't it right did he throw his motorcycle helmet at it is that what hercules did that 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 assumes that rocky balboa was like is this statue for real <laughs> Is this statue looking at me <laughs> in a funny kind of way? Because I'll throw my helmet at it. And I don't even care. I'm not sure from that scene. I'm not <laughs> sure if that's what his intent was or not. I have to tell you. Well, that's interesting. That might be a genius yeah. on the part of the filmmaker. That's borrowing from this story of Daedalus. That's right. They made it very subjective. Like a good work of art, you can, you can interpret it in different ways. Yeah, that's right. Some people may think so, he was just sad about Mick. Some people might exactly. have thought he thought the statue was real and was going to box him. Yeah. Are you going to box me? Because <laughs> it is not. I mean, that's what I do. So I mean, I'm wearing my leathers. I will box you too. 
<laughs> we'll box you too. <laughs> if I can box and use can box, that's, then everyone can box. That's Rocky like at Christmas time wrapping up the presents for the family. <laughs> He's talking to himself late at night while the kids are sleeping. Christmas Rocky is the best Rocky. <laughs> hey, look you at know his, that's true. Look at this little teddy bear. I will box you too. <laughs> and he puts it gently in a box and wraps it up. Ayo, mistletoe. Ayo, mistletoe. That's what I like to say at Christmas. <laughs> I say ayo, mistletoe. Ayo, I like that. Ayo, mistletoe. Yeah. That's good. It rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> so next week we're going to get into more Rocky Free because we can't not. Yeah, we love apparently. it. Yeah, of course. And some more Daedalus coming your way. And whatever. It'll just be crazy. Daedalus. 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 No, he's actually a fascinating character. The first, uh, maybe the first genius we've ever known. Oh, great. Uh, yeah. Cool. All right. I think, we, I think, <laughs> I think, I think we've, we've wasted enough of the people's time for this week. Never enough, but we'll, I'll save it for a week. That's right. And if you want to follow us, just uh, just on one last note, uh, that's at Ozumbo, at O underscore Zumbo, right? For a limited time. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. This is news. <laughs> there folks. it is. Get this in is... while you can. <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm going out with a bang. Good. Yeah. So follow that because you're gonna want to see all that. Definitely. And I'm at, at Bill Weingartner. Those are at Bill Weingartner. on Twitter. Both of those are on Twitter. So. That's where you go to tell him how funny he is. Yeah. And it's just the content that comes from those two accounts is just, uh, I mean, whatever. Slipshot. It's very slipshot. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of nothing and then an occasional bout of something interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's get the hell out of here. This is this yeah. I is, can't. I can't fucking wait. I can't. Either. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks right. for listening, everybody. We hope you'll stick with us on this new fun adventure, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye bye.